everyone and welcome back to living intuitively with elisa this is the weekly tarot podcast for the week of july 5th through the 11th of 2020 and this intro is yet again like last week coming to you from my way my walk home from the park i uh, teach a sunday morning yoga class and i have been extra inspired by nature, by the yogis that I'm teaching, you know, and just having that moment of stillness while teaching and, you know, especially whenever my students are in Shavasana, I have that moment to think and I get inspired <laughs> to start recording right away on my walk home. So I hope you're enjoying this different format for the time being. So what I want to talk about today before I even get to the tarot podcast, is the balance between stillness and movement. This has been on my mind a lot, especially with all of us being quarantined. There's, there seems to be a lot of extremes when it comes to stillness and movement. While we're all at home, there seems to be a lot of stillness. We aren't going out as much. We aren't planning trips as much. We aren't moving as much if we, you know, if we aren't actively, you know, pursuing movement. We, there's a lot of opportunities, let's just say, for stillness. But at the same time, with all of the, the chaos of the, you know, of the condition that our world is in right now, um, whether it's health or political, There's a lot of movement, a lot of chaos. And it seems like the news changes so quickly. And every time you turn on the news or you open social media, there's something new coming out. There's a new truth coming out. So in the stillness of our life right now, there is so much movement. And this got me thinking about, you know, going to my spiritual practices my meditations, my yoga practice, my journaling, all of these spiritual practices that I do for my spiritual growth, but also my personal growth. There's a lot of that same dance between stillness and movement. And even if you break it down to just your body and your breath, if you think about your breath, your breath moves you with every inhale and exhale you can see you can actually see your, your, your lungs expanding and contracting. And there's always movement associated with that. Even when you're still, even when you're sitting as still as you possibly can, there's still a little bit of movement because your body, whether your belly is moving up and down or your chest is moving up and down. But within our breath, there's stillness. Between the inhales and the exhales at the top and the bottom of our breath, there's that pause, that moment of stillness. It's almost like when you throw a ball up in the air, when it reaches the top, it has that moment, just even for a split second, where it's still and quiet. In our breath, we don't fight. We don't fight between the stillness and the movement. We allow, we dance with it. I mean, it happens involuntarily without us even knowing. 
And if we ended up trying to fight for one or the other, so we tried to always have movement or we always have stillness, our breath would fall apart. Just think about it. If you don't have any movement, you're not breathing. (laughs) You're not intaking any oxygen. And then how can you have inhale and exhale without that stillness between? So bringing it back to the chaos and the stillness of our life and the stillness and the movement of the society of the world, we can't fight to have only one or the other. It has to be a marriage or a harmony or a balance between the two. We need to have those moments of stillness and reflection and reset but also movement, you know, and thought processes and chaos. It's just part of our life. Before we continue, a quick word from our sponsors. I would also like to take a moment to tell you about the private Facebook community for intuitive healers. I created this group to explore ways to learn about ourselves and the world using our intuition and tarot and oracle cards as tools. The group is for all skill levels from beginners to experienced readers. And the purpose of this group is to have a safe space to ask questions, share experiences and learn from one another. One example, on the group page, we connect weekly with what I'm calling Intuitive Mondays. Every Monday, I post a question to the community and each for each of us to ask ourselves, our guides, the universe, whatever we call it, and pull tarot and oracle cards for the week. I then invite members to comment their card pulls and experiences around the weekly question. It's a great way for members to share and learn from each other. So the Facebook group is called Private Intuitive Tarot Community, and you can search for the group on Facebook or click the link in the Instagram bio, the handle is Intuition Living, to request access by answering just a couple short questions. I hope to see you there. All right, so the tarot poll for this week. Again, this is the week of July 5th, through the 11th of 2020. And today I'm using my classic Rider-Waite-Smith deck. Um, That will make it easier for you to Google the images of the cards if you know which deck I'm using. But before we even start shuffling or asking the questions, or the question (laughs) for this week, let's take a moment, return to our breath, and center ourselves. Take a couple deep, full breaths, opening ourselves up to any messages that we can receive for this week. Take a deep breath in, and a long breath out. One more time, inhale. Long breath out. And I find it really important to take these moments while I'm shuffling, while 
Um, I'm asking the questions just to be in our bodies to take a moment to center ourselves. And I like to literally think about the center point of my body. You know, drawing my energy from all of the external things that are happening all around me into that center point. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start shuffling the cards. And while I'm shuffling, I'm asking the cards, what advice does the universe, does the higher powers, the highest self, whatever you want to call it, what advice does it have for all of us listening to this podcast? this message will be for whoever is listening to this podcast and is open and ready to receive the messages. You know, it doesn't matter what time or day that you end up listening to this podcast. The messages and themes that I bring up and the cards bring up still apply. All right, so I'm running my hand, shuffling the deck. And the card for this week is, oh, very interesting. So it's the Nine of Cups in Reverse. And what's in, what, what I find interesting about this is because we had this card come up in a previous reading. I think it was only uh, two weeks ago that we had this card. So again, if you want to image, shirt, image search this card... Um, I would type in Rider-Waite-Smith, Tarot, and then Nine of Cups. And I pulled this in the reverse position. And I'll discuss that, and I'll discuss why that's important. Um, But first, I'm going to describe the card in the upright position. Um, For anybody who isn't able to Google or image search of any sort, um, and might not be familiar with the card's images. So in this card, you see a person sitting in the forefront of the card with its hand, their their hands crossed, and the way that they're sitting, their legs are spread out wide. Um, They're wearing this flowy gown, white gown, um, with a bright red hat. Um, Behind the person is a table. It's kind of like a semicircle table. Um, it's so taller than he, he or she. I'm, uh, it looks like a male, but I try not to put a gender to it. But it's behind the person and seems to be taller than the person. And on this table, this semicircle table, are nine cups in a row. All sitting upright and all dis- almost like a display of tables. And the colors that I see in this card... Um, that really stand out um, are the blue tablecloth of the background um, and then also the yellow so the yellow uh, there's a the, the floor is yellow the background is yellow and the cups are all yellow I feel like that that really stands out so yellow is a color for illumination um, so like a revealing, like the sun has this bright yellow, yellow color to it. Just to think about, think about those kinds of energies when you see the color yellow. And then blue, which is, you know, the second color I see in this card, 
um, second dominant or whatever you want to call it. Um, blue is like true blue. So it's clarity, it's truth. So whenever you combine the yellow and the blue, it's kind of like a, like a revealing of the truth, an illumination of the truth, shedding light on the truth, that kind of thing. And then the third color that I see, um, and I guess there's actually four colors if you think about it. So the, one of the ones that stand out is the red hat that the person is wearing. Um, red is fiery and passionate, and because it's a hat, the, it's, it's almost like a passionate mind or, or, or strong sense of, um, of, the, of the mind, um, of, of ideas, of creativity. Um, and then the white robes are, you know, purity and, and, uh, yeah, purity. And it, if you think about white as a color, it embodies all of the colors. So it's just a, um, a purity of sorts. So I like to, I like to talk about the colors. I also want to talk about the number, the number nine. Um, it's there. So for each suit, there are there are 10 cards, um, and, oh, well, in the numbered part of it, it goes from, um, ace, and then all the way through 10, and then it goes through the court cards, um, but if you think about number nine, that's, like, right before the ending card, but then some people also say that the nine and the 10 are both ending cards, and that there are two different alternatives of an ending, and many times the nine of the suit is more of the of an ending for the individual, and then the ten card is an ending for the community or for a group. All right, so if we put all of that together, we have um, nine. You know the the individual ending. We have um, all of the colors, so illuminating the truth. You know, with a passionate passionate mind. And then I didn't bring up the suit. So the suit is cups. And the cups are of the water element. And the cups represent the emotions. Alright, so I described all of that. And those are like the, the puzzle pieces. But that doesn't describe all of the card. I mean, you can memorize all of these things. But that's not the, that's not the most important part. The most important part is tapping into your intuition and what this card actually, what stands out of this card. What, uh, what, com what comes up, what emotions come up, what feelings, what, uh, you know, themes come up whenever you see this card. And especially the reversal. Okay, so I haven't even brought up the reversal. Um, and I, I find reversals to be very helpful and not scary. And I know a lot of people I've talked to are scared of reversals, and every time they see a reversal come up in a card reading, they go, oh no, it's a reversal. And it's, that's, you know, that's fine. You know, you can, <laughs> everybody has their valid experiences when they have um, reversals, and maybe they've had a reading before where the person, you know, the tarot reader said, oh, reversals, that's bad, you know, but it's not bad. In my opinion, Reversals just give you another piece of information. Just think of it as purely information. So reversals could mean more than, less than, you know, something might be hidden, which is what I'm actually seeing here. So what I was saying before about the blue and the yellow colors, the revealing of truths. 
what I'm seeing in this card as the reversal is a like a hidden truth. People hiding their truths. And especially since we're talking about cups and the emotions, we're hiding our emotions when it comes to our personal you know ending. So like I said the 9 of 9 of, of any of the suits is the personal ending. And this is kind of a emotional wealth in some way because this person is sitting and is proudly displaying all of their their cups in this card. And so what I'm seeing is something needs to be revealed something in your personal life or you know if you want to think about this as as a society as a whole whatever way you want to think about it something needs to be revealed and you need to have that vulnerability to let everybody see all of your different sides of your emotions. What I'm what I'm seeing, sometimes I see these little visions when I pull a card, and what I see is a dinner table. So the person is sitting there proudly displaying all these cups, and what I see in this this display isn't necessarily a display case. It's more of a dinner table. But a lot of times when we have dinner table or dinner parties, you know, whether it's with family or friends, Sometimes, not always, but sometimes you you feel guarded. You feel like you can't say everything that you want to say. You know, when you gather a bunch of people from different backgrounds, um, you can get a lot of different responses, but you sometimes will guard what you feel and cherry pick kind of what you want to say, depending on who is at the dinner table. But this card is inviting you to reveal to start to reveal these truths and uh, that are core essentials to who you are. Think about the red hat the person's wearing. These passions that are that are in the in this person's mind, the ideas, the creativity, it's bursting out of you. You know, let even if it's slowly, you know, into only a certain certain group of people, maybe it's your closest friends and family, start to slowly reveal these truths. They don't have to be so drastic and so controversial. They can just be how you feel about the people that you're with. How you feel about society. I mean, you can turn this from personal development into society and community. But slowly starting to lay it out on the table. You know, this person is standing in front proudly showing all of his cups, his or her cups. And if you think about all these cups being different pieces of the emotion that the person's having, different types of emotion, whether it be anger, sadness, you know, and on the flip side, you know, happiness and content, you know, all of these different kinds of emotions, maybe slowly in your life, find ways to reveal these little tiny bits of emotions, whether you attach good or bad to them. Vulnerability. That's what I see in this card. All right, so the Nine of Cups in reverse for this week. Again, this week is July 5th through the 11th. And to summarize, start to reveal your vulnerabilities, your emotions, all of those fiery, passionate ideas and, and those, those thoughts and beliefs and your truths. Start to start to be vulnerable, vulnerable, <laughs> and reveal these things. 
even if it's just to your closest friends and family. All right, I hope you have a really great, awesome week ahead. And if you have any questions or you want to talk about this card pull or anything tarot, please reach out. My Instagram for this podcast is Intuition Living, all one word with no, you know, symbols or anything. It's just Intuition Living. All right, have a good week. See you next time.